Welcome to Anchor Point, where we believe that the next 30 minutes could change your life forever. So join us to consider the greatest message ever heard, the good news of the gospel, as well as sound scriptural teaching for believers, all based on the Word of God, the anchor for our souls. If you are a regular Anchor Point listener, you certainly would have no doubt that the God of the Bible has a personal interest in you as an individual, and that he longs to give you a gift, a gift that no one else in this world or no religious system can give you. It's the gift of eternal life. The wages of sin is death, the Bible says, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Isn't that wonderful? But what exactly is eternal life? Most would answer, well, that means a life in heaven that never ends. Well, actually, that is not entirely correct. Eternal life is so much more. You can have eternal life now, at this moment. Today, we will consider the meaning of eternal life through the words of the Lord Jesus Christ himself from John chapter 17. Listen to it. This is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. In today's message, speaker Peter Ramsey takes up what it means to know the only true God, what it means to have a relationship with Christ, what it means to have eternal life. If you're wondering if I've ever received the gift, I'll put your mind at ease, I have. And I have no regrets whatsoever that I received the gift of God, which is eternal life. And the sufferings of the Lord Jesus Christ, His physical sufferings, and His sufferings on the cross for our sins. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I said that a lot to Him, but I just said again tonight, just sitting there quietly from my heart, thank you, Lord Jesus, for dying for me, suffering for my sins. That's what a Christian is. A Christian is not somebody who goes to a Christian church. There may be some Christians who go to a Christian church, but that's not what makes a person a Christian. A Christian, genuine, true, blue, authentic Christian, is someone who appreciates personally the Lord Jesus Christ, and they have a personal relationship with Him. If you don't have that, you're not a Christian. Now we're going to read in Mark's Gospel, chapter 10. We're going to read in three places, but one subject. And we're not going to read the entire story here. Verse 17. And when Jesus, he was gone forth into the way, there came one running. I don't know whether anyone ran into the parking lot tonight or ran from the car into the hall with this question on your mind. He came running and he kneeled to him and he asked him, Good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? Came running. That was the one question on his mind. Adults don't run because it's an embarrassment. It looks like you can't control yourself. And even when you're terrified, stiff. You try to be calm, cool, and collected. Oh, everything's, I'm okay. 
but inside you're just jumbled up with anxiety. A person really only runs, and they don't care what people think about them, when they have something on their mind. This man ran down the road, kicking the dust up under his feet. And he, when he got to Jesus, he said, What do I have to do to get eternal life? Anybody here? You don't want to put up your hands, but is there anybody here who's wondering, What do I have to do to inherit eternal life? A man came running and he wanted to know how he could have eternal life. Luke chapter 10, verse 25. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up. The Lord Jesus is there. And this certain lawyer stands up and he tempts him saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? The sincerity seemed to be lacking in this lawyer, in his questioning. But he still asked the question, What shall I do, personally speaking, to inherit eternal life? Do you have eternal life? If we asked you if you had eternal life, could you say, mm, thanks for asking me, and I'm so glad I can say yes. You might put your head down. and But could you say, I have eternal life? That's what these meetings are about. Not whether you have a church or not. Not whether you have baptism. Or whether you've taken Holy Communion. Can you say, I have eternal life? Well, you say, what is eternal life? And that's the last reading. It's in John chapter 17. The Lord Jesus is praying to His heavenly Father. It's just before the crucifixion. The 30 pieces of silver had already been paid to Judas. And the wheels of crucifixion were already rolling. And the hours were ticking by when He would be arrested and assaulted and arraigned in the Roman courts. And now the Lord Jesus is praying. And we're not going to read the entire prayer, but He's talking to His Father in heaven. And verse 3 of chapter 17 of the Gospel of John. And this is what He says to His Father in His prayer. This is life eternal. Or this is eternal life. What is? That they might know Thee the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom Thou hast sent. Eternal life is knowing God and His Son, Jesus Christ. This is eternal life. I know there are differences of opinion as to what is eternal life and when you get eternal life. And we're going to talk a little bit about the confusion over this great matter of eternal life. But if you got clarification from the highest authority, not from a preacher, not from a priest, not from a pastor, not from a pope, all four Ps, but from God Himself, from Christ, as to what is eternal life, could you accept it? If you got it from the Word of God, this is what eternal life is, and this is how you get it, could you take it, accept it? Eternal life. Jesus said, is that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Um, last year, it was sort of a unique year in our family, our extended family, they have twin nieces. And they get out of their teens and never had a boyfriend, and they get 
through their 20s and never, neither of them had boyfriends. And they get into their 30s and neither of them had boyfriends. And all of a sudden, everything seemed to come together in 2014 for both of them. And within a month of it, I guess that's how twins do it. Unbeknownst to each other, they both tied the knot in 2014. They entered into a relationship not to be broken until Jesus comes or until death does us part. Is that how it goes? Sounds like old English. Until death do us part. Well, that's horizontally. What these meetings are about is whether you have the knot tied vertically. Now, is it tied? Jesus said, this is what eternal life is, that they may know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. I can tell you there's a lot of things in my life that I worry about and pray about, but there's one thing that's settled. The knot is tied vertically, and I have eternal life. I know Him, whom to know is life eternal. How do I know God? I was brought to God through my Lord Jesus Christ. He's my Savior. The mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. 1 Peter 3 says, For Christ also hath once suffered for sin, the just one, for the unjust, the sinners, that He might bring us to God. And the Lord Jesus, my Savior, brought me to God. And the knot was tied. The moment, by personal faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, in my attic bedroom, there was no preacher in my room to say, say this little prayer. There was no pastor. There was no religious person in the room with me. In fact, my father, he was there for a few minutes. He was, he was totally unhelpful. I can remember I was up in the room with my Bible open and all I was, I was concerned about is that I knew I didn't have eternal life. Here I am in my sins on the road to hell. I'm separated from God. And if I died that way, I'd be in hell. And I heard the heavy footsteps of my father coming up the old creaky attic stairs. And he looked at me and said, what's wrong with you? I said, I want to be saved. He said, when? I said, tonight. He said, where are you reading? I said, I'm reading Romans 10, 9. Well, he said, keep reading it until you're saved. And he went back down the stairs. No, I was all alone. Just me and God. Worried about my relationship or lack thereof. But ah, in that room that night, I understood that Christ died for my sins. When you go back through your life, you know when you got your driver's license or when you failed to get it. You can remember memorable events in your life. Is there anything that you can remember in your life that equates to what I just told you? Is there anything in your life that you can connect with John chapter 17, verse 3? This is life eternal, Jesus said, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Did you go through today and think, my... I'm so glad I have a relationship with the eternal God. You know, there are relationships that on the horizontal that come and go. You were close as a buddies maybe 20 years ago with friends. But today, 
They've moved on, they've gotten married, and they I don't know where they've moved to. It's disconnected. That happens. That happens with friends. It happens with marriages. But eternal life is a relationship, not a religion. There's one piece of the confusion. People think what we're talking about is, it starts with R, but it's not religion. It's a relationship. There's a relationship that can never be broken. The moment you trust Christ as your Savior, you enter into that relationship. And you don't have to hang on to Him. He hangs on to you. He won't let you down. It's amazing. I don't know why you wouldn't go for it tonight. You've been hearing about this tremendous gift and what's included in the gift. And there's a forgiveness of sins and there's peace inside and there's a home in heaven and there's a beautiful fellowship available vertically with the God of heaven. And it's available to me and to you. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you go for it tonight? Confusion. A lot of people are confused over what eternal life is. A lot of people think eternal life is heaven. That's not what we're talking about. Oh, eternity in heaven is a wonderful thing to look forward to. I'm not in heaven, but I have eternal life tonight and I'm enjoying it. And so eternal life is not something that you get down the road in the future for the future. Heaven as a geographical location is just one of the perks. It's one of the benefits. But eternal life is a relationship. The very life of God infused into your being where you can enjoy the Almighty God. A relationship. It's knowing person to person. A living, vital, ongoing, personal relationship that you enjoy now, in this life, and forever in heaven. That's what eternal life is. So do we have that matter of confusion cleared up in your mind? Eternal life is something that you enjoy now. It's a relationship with God, with the Lord Jesus Christ that you have now, that you enjoy now. And for all eternity, eternal life. What does knowing God mean? Well, knowing God is not knowing that there is a God. It's not just knowing about God. Do you know the difference between knowing God and knowing about God? Like if I asked you, do you know Justin Trudeau? I know, I know, I know exactly who you mean. Oh, do you have his telephone number there? Were you, oh no, I don't, I don't know him that way. No, but you know about Justin Trudeau, but that he hasn't entrusted you with his phone number. You're not texting back and forth. You don't have a relationship with him. You know about him. There's millions of people who know about God, who know about Jesus Christ, and who have shed tears about his sufferings on the cross, and they'll never be in heaven. I mean, you would shed tears if it was your next door neighbor that hung on a cross. Just because you shed tears about Jesus hanging on a cross doesn't make a person a Christian or have eternal life. No, eternal life is a relationship with God through the Lord Jesus Christ and a deep appreciation that on the cross He took my place. He suffered for my sins. Not for the sins of the world. That's true, He did. But a Christian is one who says, He died for my sins. I was a sinner. 
I was the one in need of God's salvation. So what does knowing God mean? Well, yes, there are facts. At the intellectual level, you accept the facts. At the level of faith, trust. I trust Him as my Savior. And if you want another F, it's fellowship. It's facts, it's faith, and it's fellowship. It's enjoyment. I talked to the Lord today. And He spoke to me. I was reading, actually, in Mark chapter 10. And just just like a letter... You know how you can get verbal communications or you can get a message through written communications? Well, the Lord spoke to me in His letter. That's what the Bible is. It's a written communication from God. And He touched my heart this morning. A relationship with Him. And it's a beautiful relationship. It's higher than any other relationship. It transcends all other relationships. It's greater than all other relationships. It's based on grace alone. It's deeper than all other relationships. It goes to the very core of who I am, my being. It's stronger than any other relationship. Romans chapter 8 verse 25 says, Who or what can separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus? Then it goes over a whole list. Neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Now, let me ask you, is this what the picture looks like for you tonight? Are you content to go to sleep that way tonight? To go to bed and think, wow, this most important of all relationships, I don't have yet. I'm not connected to God. It's an awful way to live. And I'll tell you, it's a dreadful way to die. There's confusion not only over what eternal life is, there's confusion over how to get it. People think that, could I work to get it? If I live really good, could I get eternal life? No, you can't get it. It's a gift. It's not earned by merit. The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. John 10 verse 28, Jesus says, I give Unto them eternal life is a gift. Eternal life is a gift. You don't earn it. You certainly don't deserve it. But you receive it. And you accept it joyfully. The gift of eternal life. The unspeakable gift. There's confusion over what it is. How to get it. Who can have it. You can have it tonight. The Bible's clear. It's for all. And when you obtain it. I've been to a lot of funerals. And I've heard them say... On your baptism, on his baptism, he became a child and entered the kingdom of God and an inheritor of eternal life. No one, absolutely no one, ever got eternal life through baptism. Baptism doesn't bring eternal life to anybody. Nor does partaking of the communion give anybody eternal life. Eternal life is a gift. And then you don't get it at birth when you're born and christened as a baby or baptized. Nor do you get it in a future day when you stand before God. Some people think that. I could get eternal life when He weighs it all up. That's not when you get eternal life. Too late then. You get eternal life here and now. And if you don't get it here and now, you'll never get it later. When to obtain it? Now. I want to ask you, do you have a relationship? Can you say, Peter, look at I can't remember the date in the calendar, 
Sorry for my memory. I should have written it down. Or I can't remember whether it was in the kitchen or the dining room. Ah, but I remember the beautiful moment when I first understood that Jesus Christ died for my sins. And you entered into a relationship. If you don't have that, you're not a Christian. You don't have eternal life. You're not on the road to heaven. Relationship is knowing that you may know, know God and His Son. You know, there's a day coming. This is really solemn, and I'm closing with this. Jesus will say, depart from me. I never what? I never knew you. I never knew you. What's he saying? I never had the relationship with you. Pull back. Depart. There's nothing more important than eternal life. Would you consider the gift tonight of the Lord Jesus Christ that surpasses all other gifts and receive him by faith tonight as your Savior? So, do you know God personally? If so, when did you meet Him? When did you get to know Him? When and how did your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ begin? If your answer is, well, I've always believed in God, I've always known God, then please take another look at the foundation of your faith. Nobody, and I repeat, nobody has always known God. We were all born disconnected from God. We are all sinners. We are all on our way to judgment for our sins. If you cannot truthfully say when you first trusted Christ, then make this the number one priority in your life today, to turn from your sins and to trust in Jesus Christ for salvation. Eternal life awaits all those who do. If this or any of our Bible messages here at Anchor Point has made you aware of God's interest in you, or if you'd like some literature or a visit that would help you understand these important truths, why don't you drop us a line at anchorpointradio at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We're glad you were able to join us at Anchor Point today. Anchor Point is sponsored by believers in Christ who are meeting at various gospel halls. Each of these Christian assemblies holds gospel services every Sunday, as well as other meetings such as regular prayer and Bible studies throughout the week. If you've been challenged by today's message and would like to know more about the truth of the gospel or of gathering unto the name of the Lord Jesus Christ following New Testament principles, take a look at our Anchor Point website at anchorpointradio.com. There you will find more information as well as the location, programs, and meeting schedules for the gathering center nearest you. My name is Glenn Todd. Thank you once again for listening. And we invite you to join us again next week at the same time for Anchor Point, where we believe that Christ alone is the anchor for the soul. Mm -hmm.